We celebrate St. Patrick's Day with Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers on a special combination edition of the Cigar Dave Show and Bold Alpha podcast. Today's show is presented by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the new Gurkha San Miguel, a medium to full-bodied Nicaraguan puro that delights the senses with notes of white pepper, gentle earthiness, and a sweet honey-like finish. San Miguel by Gurkha. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. And by Davidoff of Geneva, makers of Camacho and the Camacho Connecticut. Tame, but tuned up to deliver more flavor and more satisfaction. Morning, noon, or night, it's always the perfect time for Camacho Connecticut. Camacho, strength and character. It's in our DNA. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. And greetings from Command Center O Alpha. It is Alpha O Dave, also Cigar O Dave, your global five star O General and Alpha Male in Chief. And we welcome you to our St. Patrick's Day edition of Bold Alpha and the Cigar Dave Show. And we come to you today from Davidoff of Geneva, a fabulous store and lounge in the cigar city of Tampa. And today, on Cigar Dave and Bold Alpha, we will conduct Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers. And of course, on St. Patrick's Day, everybody is Irish. Manly, yes, but I like it too. Frosted Lucky Charms, they're magically delicious. So on St. Patrick's Day, coming up next week, it's imperative. You must eat Frosted Lucky Charms. No, they only call them Lucky Charms now. I think they got rid of the Frosted. It's politically incorrect. Get some Irish Spring Soap. And, of course, some great Irish whiskeys, and we have got a great selection for you today. As always, we welcome you, and it is my pleasure to welcome a, our regular sommelier here on Bold Alpha and the Cigar Dave Show, the man who presents our weekly litation correction, weekly libation of the week. That would be Tommy Odiadio. Tommy O.D. today, or should we call you Tommy O'Day? <laughs> Always a pleasure to be here. Yes, our the senior executive vice president of spirits procurement of the Davidoff Geneva Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa and the three Corona Cigar Store and Lounges yeah. in Orlando, as well as the general manager of the Tampa Davidoff Store here. And we've got a very special guest, Angel Benitez, who is has driven all the way from Orlando, new title, he is... The personal valet to Tommy D. He carries his bags. He carries the nuclear football. You know, all the important libation uh, uh, ingredients for all the uh, concoctions and cocktails, all the secrets. Angel, great to have you with us. Somebody had to do it. Somebody had to do it. No, actually, Angel, your title, you're what, general manager, uh, VP of all the stores. What's your title? Uh, regional area area general manager. Regional area, you're a ragam. Regional area general <laughs> manager. Pretty much. So you basically you oversee all the stores. All, all the stores. Gotcha. And it's amazing that you know for a man that oversees all the stores, we see you once every three years here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Had to come out of hiding. 
<laughs> You're on a witness protection. <laughs> we should come over more. You know, you won't believe this. I know that you visit from Orlando with the three stores. We just got running water and color TV here in Tampa. You should visit more often. We you know, really, uh, we've, we've made it here. You know, I tell you. Come to the big city. All right, well, today we are going to celebrate, of course, St. Patrick's Day with Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers. But let's talk first a little bit about St. Patrick's Day. Now, I can tell you that none of us here, we've got Sergeant Steve, we've got Angel, we've got Tommy, and yours true, Cigar Dave, Alpha Dave, the General. None of us are Irish. Not one. I'm half Irish. Oh, you're half Irish. That's right. Callahan on my mom's side. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay, so Sergeant Steve, great. You can host the rest of the show. Excellent. All right, fantastic. So now, as a kid, did you celebrate St. Patrick's Day because on your mom's side, Irish? Not really. Not really. You're really killing it <laughs> I mean, for me today, Outside of Steve. what we normally, you know, what most people do. We wear green and, you know, say we're Irish. Okay, but did you, did, did your mom make like corned beef and cabbage, bangers and mash? No, not really. Fish and chips? <laughs> nothing. Maybe fish and chips, you know. Okay, the you know what? Fryer. That doesn't count as being Irish. I'm sorry. Come on, you got to be off. Listen, I'm Jewish and I make more Irish dishes than that. Come on. You know, as actually, here's a little thing. I don't know if you know this. A uh, little poem. Roses are reddish, violets are bluish. I bet you didn't know St. Patrick was Jewish. Now you know. (laughs) Now you know the rest of the story. All right, well, let's talk about St. Patrick's Day. It really originated as a religious celebration held on March 17th each year, which is the traditional death date of St. Patrick, who lived from 385 to 461, the foremost patron saint of Ireland. And it was made an official Christian feast in the early 17th century. But really, if you take a look, say, over the last maybe 100 years, it's really just become a celebration of all things Irish. It's not religious, per se. You look at virtually every country in the world, and they are celebrating St. Patrick's Day, certainly with the wave of immigration from Ireland to the United States. I think the U.S. is one of the largest celebrators of St. Patrick's Day. And when you look at Chicago, now even Tampa, traditionally on St. Patrick's Day, they put green dye in the river. Although this year, with the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus, I think many of those celebrations are canceled or muted. But people dress in green. People uh, go to uh, Irish restaurants. They have the corned beef and cabbage. They have the bangers and mash, the fish and chips, all the authentic fare. They have the Irish whiskey, Irish beer. It's really just one giant party day. Would you not ag- d- agree, gentlemen? Oh, yeah. Just I a agree. way to party. A reason to drink. There's, that's correct. Frank Sinatra would agree with you. Every day is a good reason to drink. So today we're going to be talking about Irish whiskey. So, Tommy, as we talk about Irish whiskey, it has made a huge resurgence the last 20-plus years. Irish whiskey comes uh, uh, from the Irish Gaelic or Gaelic language, Usabeta, which means water of life. Ireland boasted 28 distilleries in the 1890s, but by 1966, the number of distilleries had fallen to just two. The remaining Bushmills Distillery and Old Middleton Distillery, which were owned by one company, Irish Distillers. But over the last 20, 25 years, a huge resurgence in popularity, growth rates of 15, 20% per year. Ireland now has 32 distilleries in operation. There are several others that are uh, planned or in development right now. And interesting about Irish whiskey, one of the earliest distilled 
spirits drinks in Europe that started around the 12th century. It is believed that Irish monks brought the technique of distilling perfumes back to Ireland from their travels to southern Europe around 1000, the year 1000, and the Irish then modified this technique to obtain a drinkable spirit. And as opposed to, say, Scotch whiskey, it is not as smoky, it is smoother, a little bit more tame, if you will. And the first license to distill Irish whiskey was granted in 1608 by King, King James I to Sir Thomas Phillips. And through this license, the old Bushmills distillery lays claim to being the oldest surviving grant of license to distill in the world. Now, Tommy, are you aware that there are certain legal definitions in order for Irish whiskey to be called Irish whiskey? Mm-hmm. Everybody does. Not everybody. That's why well, they're listening to the show. Well, I mean, everybody has their... <laughs> like Canada has its standards. Well, that's correct. Yeah. Every country. That's correct. For example, bourbon whiskey. Ah, France with theirs. Right. All right. So here's the legal definition is protected by the European Geographical Indication under Regulation Number 110-2008, which states that Irish whiskey must be distilled and matured on the island of Ireland from a mash of malted cereals with or without whole grains or other cereals, and which has been, one, sacrificed by the diastase of malt contained therein with or without other natural enzymes, two, fermented by the action of the yeast, three, distilled to a strength of less than 94.8% alcohol by volume, five, subject to the maturation of the final distillate for at least three years in wooden casks, such as oak, and um, five must retain the color, aroma, taste derived from the production process that I just described, and ultimately must have a minimum alcoholic volume content of 40%. Now, this is what's interesting. On much of the Irish whiskey, we see single pot still, single malt, single grain. Distilleries may only use the term single if the whiskey is totally distilled on the site of a single distillery. Correct. So you cannot blend them from different yeah, this uh, distilleries. Is the, the Bush Mills are single malt, single malt right here. Right. So very interesting. And, Tommy, you personally, and I know, Angel, you all have seen in all of your lounges a huge increase in Irish whiskey yeah. compared to even two, three years ago. Yeah. What do you attribute that to? I think the younger generation is drinking a lot of the Jameson, the Thalamordew. Um, that's what I see the biggest spike in is Thalamordew and uh, Jameson. And Redbreast is... Huge, too. It's part of Jameson. Middleton, also, it's part of Jameson. Do you think because it's not as peaty, it's a little softer? It's pretty, it's than pretty smooth. Whiskey? Yeah, it's pretty Very smooth. So. And it's lighter, lighter, lighter style. It, you know, and it's interesting because I think there's also the process, the distilling. They use, I think, the copper pot stills. Mm. Plus, it's cheaper than single malt scotch. Well, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, but I don't think that's the driving force <clears throat> because ultimately, I think, forget price for a second, I think it's always about taste. Yeah. That if taste isn't any good, no matter how inexpensive something is, people are not going to gravitate towards mm-hmm. it. So it's been interesting, and we've seen now a massive increase uh, in the number of distilleries. And it's interesting because now you've got, I think it's Pernod Ricard mm-hmm. that came in and actually bought... Jameson. Jameson, correct. So they own it, and now um, there's a couple of other large... Tomar Dews owned by Brown Foreman. Brown I mean, not Brown, William Grant. William Grant, correct. Uh, Constellation owns uh, Teeling. 
They do own Tealand. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a brand we're going to talk about because that has really become very popular <laughs> yep. the last number of years. All right, so here's what we're going to do. When we come back, we will begin our taste test. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Tommy, you just brought out eight. First he says, no, we're going to do six. Then he says, all right, we'll do seven. Now well, you surprised me. I can take away the Jameson 18. We'll just do seven. Uh, no, we'll keep the Jameson 18 <laughs> and get. I did, I did the Jameson Stout. We're going to start a Guinness. Oh, like perfect. A, we'll start with that. Not a Guinness, but it's a, it's a stout beer finish. Okay, <clears> perfect. <throat> and we've got some special delicacies mm-hmm. that will accompany the Irish whiskeys as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day with Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers. Gurkha is known for producing the world's finest cigars. When you look at their blends, you look at their packaging, you look at the bands, everything about Gurkha screams quality. Gurkha has just released a new cigar that is totally about absolute taste and quality, the San Miguel by Gurkha. It's a Nicaraguan Puro, Nicaraguan wrapper, binder, and filler. Perfect, medium to full-bodied balance, loaded with complexity, layers of flavor, including white pepper, a nice natural earth tone, finished with a sweet, honey-like taste. San Miguel by Gurkha. Features 100% Aganorsa leaf, Nicaraguan shade-grown Corojo wrapper, double Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan filler. If you're looking for a medium to full-bodied beauty, go no further. Then the new San Miguel by Gurkha. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. St. Patrick's Day festivities continue. Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers. All right, Tommy D, first up. Jameson Stout Jameson. Edition. Now, do you think, is Jameson the number yep. one selling? It, it is. is. Yes. Number one selling Irish whiskey. Yes. Angel, what do you see over in Orlando? Same thing? Same thing. What's Same the number one over there? Jameson. Which which specific? The regular Jameson. Jameson. So just the regular, regular Jameson. <coughs> regular just Jameson. Regular one. And what's a bottle of Jameson run? Probably twenty six bucks. Twenty five, twenty six yep. bucks. And around usually around St. Patrick's Day, yep. there's deals all over the yep. place. Yep. All right. So first up, we're going to do the Jameson. Now this isn't the regular. No, it's a stout. It's the uh, it's a stout. They do an IPA and a stout. This one's aged in uh, um, eight degree brewing. It's in, it's it's uh, not. They don't use Guinness, so they use a, a small distillery. Uh, Doing a stout over there. Okay, cool. So let's pour it. We'll sample it. It's oh. right there. Oh, where is that? Oh, right here. Uh, did you get? Oh, you got yep. yours. Okay. So the first thing, they don't tell you how long they age it in there for. I'm not getting an overly no. dramatic aroma, but we will say cheers. Mm. Here we go. All right. Wow, you definitely get that uh, that cocoa, that coffee. Oh yeah. Cool. Maybe a little. Wow, I'm getting a little cinnamon. Yeah. Almost a sweetness with some warmth on the way down. What do you think, Angel? You get that definitely get that sweetness. Yeah. I'm taking another sip here. But I'm really not getting a taste of stout beer no, whatsoever. No, that's where no. the, the, the coffee notes and stuff like yeah. that. You can, in the back. You're All right. that. Now you can over age it in a stout barrel. Yeah. And make it no depends question. on how many months you do it. But it's it's very good. All right, next up, Tommy. Is the Tomor Du 10? It's a double cask. It's a bourbon cask, and then it's aged in. Um, no, that's a Bushmills you just. Bought. I mean, oh yeah, Bushmill, Bushmill 10. It's <laughs> aged in a uh, bourbon cask, and then it's aged in a cognac cask. So it's double cask. All right, now tell me about Bushmills. Bushmills has been around forever. It used to be Jameson. Everybody used to drink Bushmill, and then it kind of got lost over the years, and they're trying to uh, revamp it now. Um, Jameson came in and took the market, but back in two, the early 2000s, every, everything was Bushmill. I don't know 
The marketing must have just died off. They're trying now, to get this it is back. This, now, is this their base? Their no. basic? Uh, they do another one that's a non-age statement. Non-age. So this is the 10-year mm -hmm. single malt. Now, right on the nose. Small. That's the cognac. <coughs> yeah. You know, I'm getting a lot of citrus oh, and yeah. fruit. That's from the cognac, big cask. Big time. Wow. Fabulous aroma. What do you think, Angel? beautiful. Very floral. Very. All right. We'll say cheers. And I'll take that's a That's really good. That's that cognac, that sweetness at the end. You get a lot of cognac in Oh, that. that's nice. Yeah. That is very nice. I'll tell you what. I'm getting sweetness, little touch of cognac, very smooth and tame, very silky on the way down. What do you think, Angel? You know, uh, I agree. I'm actually it, shocked. It's really good. Why are you really shocked? Is. I mean, it's... You very, sell Bushmills? Actually, we sell a little bit of it. A little bit of it. A little bit? I mean, in the yeah. beginning, Bushmills was one of those top this movers. This is thirty four ninety nine. 35 bucks, that's not yeah. bad. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give us a General's five-star selection. Yeah, the Bushmill Black is the basic one. Mm -hmm. Very, very nice. i got to take another sip of this. Mm. Mm. This is fabulous. I'll tell you what I like about this. This is a wonderful, you put this in a snifter with a mild to medium-bodied cigar, and you are good to go. This is very, very pleasant. You know, I think also... It's interesting. We've talked about the resurgence of tequila. Oh, and God. many people said, oh, tequila, you know, it's what you have on the beach, and you get smashed and right. schnookered. But when you have an Añejo or an extra Añejo, you put that in a snifter. Oh, yeah. And that is like a single malt scotch. Mm -hmm. And I would tell you that Irish whiskey, same thing. This is, this is just so pleasant to drink neat with a cigar. You cannot go wrong. I'll tell you, mm -hmm. I may even marinate some meat in that push. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. I mean, that would be... Give it a very unique uh, taste. Yeah, I got to watch the way I talk. I got an enemy on your Twitter account now, you know? Oh, we should, we should say, we've got to mention this, that I, I, I happen to get a notification, yeah. and every so often, I don't really look at it all the time, but every so often, I'm like, okay. And somebody was hating on Tommy, yeah. saying, you've got so much class, General. Get rid of that Tommy guy. And, of course, I would stand up for you, hmm? but I, I called you up, and I said to you, I said, Tommy, Congratulations, you have made it. Yeah. When you have a, a hater out there. I know exactly who it is, too. You have made it. I'm telling you, it's big. And I said, at this point, you got to get an agent. Yeah. Sergeant Steve, from your programming days, when you would get complaints, then you knew you had talent that made it, correct? You, you, want, you either want people that love you or hate you. If they're ambivalent, that's bad. Yeah. Well, the lovers never call. They no. never call to no. say, uh, Steve, I love that afternoon talk host Correct. you've got out there. But, boy, will they ever call and say, hey, listen, that guy you've got, that schmuck in the afternoon, i got to give you a great story. So a couple of years ago, I get a, uh, I get a call from our affiliate manager at the time. We were terrestrial syndicated. And I can't remember. It was somewhere out west, a very liberal state. I don't know if it was Washington State, Oregon. I can't remember. And I said something, but it wasn't over the line. There was no, it wasn't one of the seven words that the FCC deemed you could lose your license or get fined for, but it was right on the edge. And he called my affiliate manager and said that he got, he got tons of complaints, tons of calls. All right, so, and my affiliate manager was a little worried, so I said, Skip, no worries. Give me his number, I'll call him. So I called him. Let me ask you a question. Did you listen to the show? No. I said, well, the first thing you should do, I suggest, before you get panicked, is listen to the show. That's the first thing. The second thing is, how many callers did you get? And he said, well, I think I got two. 
I said, wait a minute, let me get this straight. You are in a panic. You haven't listened to the show and you got two complaints. What do they say? Oh, they said you were over the line, you went way over the edge, that, that it, was, it was terrible, get rid of them. I said, well, first you should listen to it. I said, but the second thing is, if it's a problem, it's not a really a problem for us because I will void the contract, your affiliate agreement, because there's another station that would love to have the show. And he said, no, 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 I didn't say that, General. I didn't say that. We've got it fully sponsored. L let me listen to it. Then, of course, he listens, and he said, I don't know what they were complaining about. It really wasn't that big of a deal. But people tend, it's always the negative. You never hear the positive. Sergeant Steve, right. you know that. I used to, we used to have a uh, host that you know very well. That would come in. I, I'm getting I'm getting hundreds of complaints about something that yes. I decided or did, and you, you go in the studio and see his email up, and there's seven emails in the inbox, right. going hundreds of complaints, right? Yeah, it really. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. So the the moral of the story is, Tommy, congratulations, you have made it. You are now in the big time. Would you like me to refer you to a big Hollywood agent? Uh probably, yeah. yeah probably. Well, okay. Listen, I can't make everybody happy. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait. You know what? I'll get you the agent, but Angel, as, his, as Tommy's personal valet, you make the call because Tommy doesn't lift up the phone because he's a big shot. I'll hold the football. Don't worry about it. I mean, you hold the football, you know, the, the spirit football. There you go, and the cigar football. You know, we need to do that where you actually have a case of the world's most treasured cigars so that in the event of a nuclear attack, they're protected. Yeah that the, the, the cigars can live on in, in perpetuity. 100%. All right, fantastic. Well, I will tell you that this Bushmills 10 That's really good. single malt, five-star selection. What did you say, 35 bucks, Tom? 31. 31? Can't beat it. Absolutely smashing sensational. All right, next up, we are going to go to... 28-year-old Bushmill. 28. Oh, you're going from the 10 to the 28? Yeah, this one's a cognac, all just cognac cask. Oh, just cognac. This cask. just came out. It just hit the market. Probably retails probably about three forty nine, three thirty nine, somewhere around there. Three hundred and forty nine dollars. Yes. yes. Mm. Mm. The Red okay. Breast twenty seven is more when we get to that. Now it's interesting. As I first of all, what's what's unique about I think all of the wow, Irish whiskeys is they really have a very <clears throat> light tan color. They're very just a very light brown a, a tan. It almost reminds me of a Colorado wrapper in a cigar, which is like a tan. Tan brown, light tan brown. But these are not overly viscous like some other whiskeys. No. They're very smooth. Now, I believe also in the distillation process, there's something to do. Don't they double yeah. distill it? Double distill it. Which gives it additional smoothness. So on this Bushmills 28, on the aroma. So that's, you smell that cognac again? I'm getting that much. I'm not getting the sweetness. I'm no. getting a lot of that cognac. Very More nice. cognac than the tan. All right. We'll say cheers. Take a sip. Wow. That definitely has some character. Do you think it's $300 more worth? No. No, neither do I. I do not. It's really good, though. I will say this. It's fuller bodied <clears throat> yeah. than the Bushmills 10. More warmth, more sizzle on the tip of the tongue. Is it worth 10 times no. the Bushmills single malt 10? No. No. What do you think, Angel? I like the hint of sweetness yeah. that it has. Yeah. Mm. That little hint. I mean, you could probably buy it for $3.99, depending on whose markup it is. It or does have a little bit on the beginning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it, uh, it's definitely not as soft yeah. and as smooth <clears throat> as the Bushmills 10. Correct. Now, this is what one of the things that we've discussed many times over the years on the Scar Dave Show and now Bold Alpha. Many people mistake price with taste and quality, mm -hmm. and you should never do that. Same thing with cigars. Is a $30 cigar better than a $5 or $10 cigar? Not necessarily. Now, I will tell you that I think this Bushmills 28 is excellent, 
but would I pay 10 times more than the Bushmills 10? No. 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 So question is, Tommy, how much more of this do you sell, or do you sell more? Uh, I, I don't know. It just came in. Oh, it just came in. So yeah. you just picked this up. Yeah, we just, it just, it just So what? What was the driving factor as senior executive VP of Spirits it, Procurement? Why did you bring this in? Orlando Tampa got 12 bottles, so we took one for each store. So it's very hard to get. I, I imagine more will come back into the U.S. on the next now, drop. Now, how do you introduce consumers, customers, to the Bushmills 28 or a new spirit that comes in that's higher end? You gotta, you gotta how do you get, do that? You, you just got to suggest it. It's a hand sell. Um, I mean, I think it's excellent. It's always that person that wants to try something new. But I, like I said, I don't think it's worth 10 times more than the other one. So for a single shot of the Bushmills 28. It's probably like 64 95 something So like it's that. definitely yeah, well, the other for a limited consumer. The other consumer. one's like $9.95, $11.95. Right, so it's for a limited consumer. You bought one bottle. You don't have to sell all 100 of them. Uh, it's not like you got to sell 100. Move. It's, it's a very unique. And you, you're known at Davidoff of Geneva, the store and lounge here in Tampa, and the Three Corona Cigar Store and Lounges, for having very unique, uh, really top shelf. You've got everything, but really some very hard-to-find spirits. <laughs> we have a company that counts our liquor. It was funny. The one in Lake Mary sent me a, a, a slow-movement report this week, and my answer, Angel, will tell you. Now, what's a slow-movement report? Well, it shows you stuff that doesn't move. It doesn't oh, move. Oh, that doesn't move. Okay. So he basically wants us to get rid of it, and I go, we like these things at our bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my answer was. <laughs> so what was one of them that was on there? <coughs> uh, the Tears of Aronia, that expensive tequila we tried, the three cast one. Was yeah, on we there. liked that. Yeah, it was things like that on it. So. And again, you you don't have tons of inventory. No, no, of no. It. it's just we so want it's that. just you want it so that when somebody does come in, <coughs> right. because let's face it, you know, two or three people can make that. Yeah, make it worth your while to carry. And it's funny because when, when he yeah. sent that, we sold shots of everything that he yeah. said was slow dead movement that week. We sold them. I ordered another backup at Lake Mary because the bottle's halfway full now, and I'm like, somebody was drinking it. Right. We like, we like to have that wow factor when you walk right. in. Right. Exactly. You know? That's it. That's how Burns is. They like to hold stuff forever. They archive stuff. So right. they have it for 10, 15, 20 years from now. Right. Well, there's no question. I think that, look, this type of upscale establishment where this isn't just like a bar where you're coming in saying, hey, I want a well drink. You don't do that here. This is for people that want to enjoy. They don't come here just to say, give me a quick drink and a quick cigar. They want to enjoy the experience. I relate it to Starbucks. You can go get a cup of coffee at McDonald's at the Mick Cafe for a buck thirty-five or a buck fifty-five, or go to uh, Wawa or go to one of the, the gas stations. You can get it, but you go to Starbucks. You're sitting there. You get the experience. You've got the barista, and you're paying you know what, three, four, five bucks for that same specific coffee. So it's the whole experience. Now, before we sample the next group of spirits because we've gotten, let's see, what do we have, three down already, Tommy? Uh, three, down. three down. Three down. So we started with the... Jameson Stout. The Jameson, uh, give me that over here because yep. I want to make keep, keep that. All right, so the Jameson Stout we started with. Yep, the Bushmills Then the Bushmills 10. 10 single malt, Bushmill. which is about 35 bucks, which five-star selection. 30, 31. Then we went to the Bushmills 28 single malt, cognac, cognac cask aged. Yep. $350. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Most people, since it's so rare, might sell for $4.99. $350 to $4.99. All right. Fantastic. So when we come back, where are we going next? Red Breast Lusita. Right, just hold it right there. Okay. Red Breast Lusita is coming up, and yep. we're going to talk about Red Breast. We'll also conduct the Nash International Cigar Litation Ceremony as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day with Irish Whiskey Tasting Maneuvers. Camacho cigars are known for their strength and character. It's in their DNA. They're unconventional. 
Now, you know when you talk about a mild-bodied cigar with a Connecticut wrapper, it's the same story. Light, golden, mild, yawn. Camacho decided they were going to strip it down and tune it up with more flavor, more satisfaction, enough to earn a seat at the Camacho table. While still maintaining a nice medium-bodied character, the Camacho Connecticut starts with a Connecticut wrapper from Honduras, a binder from Honduras Authentic Rojo, and Honduran Dominican Republic filler. What do you get? A nice medium-bodied cigar that is tuned up, that delivers cream, woody nuttiness to round out spice and sweetness. Camacho, Connecticut. Good any time of day or night, morning, noon, or night. You can never go wrong. Camacho, strength and character. It's in our DNA. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. As we celebrate St. Patrick's Day, it is Cigar and Alpha O'Dave, front and center with Tommy O'D. And we have Angel O'B. As we are all Irish today, everybody's Irish all week. And I think it's only appropriate for our International Cigar Litation Ceremony that we enjoy a cigar that has Irish roots. I can think of no better cigar than the Alec Bradley Black Market Filthy Hooligan, which initially started as an all Candela cigar. Candela, the green wrapper. Basically, they keep the chlorophyll in. All wrappers start green, but they keep the chlorophyll in. So this is now a barber pole wrapper. So it is a combination of two different wrappers. So now it's a barber pole. It features a candela wrapper intertwined with a dark Nicaraguan jalapa wrapper. So we have two wrappers in a barber pole type of exterior. And underneath the wrappers, a complex blend of Honduran and Panamanian fillers with a Sumatra binder. Only comes in one size, six inches in length by 50 Toro. Six by 50, suggested retails in the $11 category. And Tommy and Angel, you sell a lot of these yeah, right around this time do. of year. Yes, oh, always all Candela sell at St. Patty's Day. And when they're gone, they're gone. Yep. That's it. All right, fantastic. So I've got this in my hand. Beautiful looking cigar, I must say. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Self sharpening double edged stainless steel guillotine ready for action. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, from the Cigar Dave R&D Labs, they have created the Leprechaun. It actually looks like Little Mick the Brit. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> life-size. It's about three inches tall, and it looks like Mick the Brit. It's in green. And I'm telling you, have you ever seen a litation device <laughs> that looks like this? And what's interesting is it's got five flames, four flames that come out of the head and one that comes out of the mouth. So... Basically, when Mick the Brit's like Mick the Brit's talking, we don't know what the hell's coming out of his mouth. We can't understand him, but there's fire coming out. And this is the Cigar Dave R&D Leprechaun. Cigar pre-litation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. This has got to be a record, the first time that Tommy D has not lit up before me. Let me toast the foot of this beautiful-looking cigar, the Alec Bradley Filthy Hooligan. Tommy, what's wrong with you? You haven't lit a cigar before me. 
You're, you're, you're like, what do you mean? Oh, oh I didn't see it. Oh, you've been hiding that. Yeah. Wait a minute. It's a Davidoff uh, 20th anniversary one of our FSGs. Oh, okay. Angel's smoking the same one. Oh, and I'm I'm smoking uh, the Filthy Hooligan, which uh -huh. is 10 bucks, 11 bucks, and yours is 27 Okay. All right. I got I got the picture here. <laughs> All right. I'll be toast the foot. Actually, this is a great cigar. It really is. And again, price, do not be fooled. But now that uh, Tampa FSG... This That's is not only? the Tampa FSG. This is the Corona the Cor Cigar Company saying. 20th anniversary, but it has FSG in it. That's but from Davidoff. Uh, no, Jeff made Jeff Davidoff made it for us. Just oh, for just us. for yes, just for you. Just for okay, us. so just for, available in these stores. Yes, gotcha. Is that a limited edition? Yeah, when okay. they're out of it, they're out of it. They're the only ones that bought that heirloom Sumatra. Okay, when Jeff, Jeff grew it. Mm. Great draw on this cigar. Mm. Mm. Kind of weird. Four jet flames coming out of the head, one coming out of the mouth at like a 90-degree angle. But we'll make it work here. Excellent. Mm. Beautiful draw. I'll tell you that. what I'm noticing right off the bat. With that candela wrapper at the bottom, you don't get that sweetness, but it's still very mild and mellow. And as it goes up into this nice Honduran jalapa, we'll get some nice Maduro sweetness. But very pleasant. Mmm. Mm. And originally it was an all Candela cigar, yeah. and now it's a combination. All right, fantastic. So I've got my Alec Bradley Black Market Filthy Hooligan. If you have not had one, it is worth it. It's a beautiful cigar, limited time only. All right, Tommy D, next up, where are we going? We're going to Redbreast, which is part of Jameson. So the first I thought we were going to Tullamore Dew first. We're going to do that next. Oh, we're going to do that next. So okay. the is the one we told uh, everybody we're going to start with. All right. It's a sherry cask, but it's a non-age statement uh, Irish whiskey. And then we have the big boy, which is the 20s. This is another example of price change, too. The Redbreast 27-year-old, which is, is another sherry cast, but the difference in prices of these is the Lucis is $59.95, and the 27 is $4.99. Well, here's what's interesting, because one of the best sipping Irish whiskeys that I've seen in reviews, the Redbreast 12. And the 21. 21. But the 12 for the price... You, oh, yeah. can, you can't go wrong. I think the price on this one is uh, twelve is fifty nine ninety five. Yeah, sixty bucks. And then the the barrel strength is they do a twelve barrel strength is seventy nine ninety five, and the Lucid does fifty nine ninety five or sixty nine ninety five depending where you go. Now the Redbreast twenty five, you had that? That's for over there only. We can't oh, get that here. It's a grant. Yep, it's a grant. That's uh, Scotland release only. All sherry single I mean, cast. I mean, limited bottling. Ireland only. Right, limited bottling of six hundred. Mm -hmm. It was made especially for the friend at Hand Belfast, connected with the Duke of York Bar. <coughs> and uh, if you can get it, you're yeah. looking at a grand. Originally, yeah. it came out at 450. Yeah. But if you can get it, good luck. Let's talk about Redbreast. Says, I tell you what, let me take a sip here. We'll say this is cheers, the Lucida. Now, what is what is uh, talk about Redbreast, and let's talk about Lucida. Well, Lucida is the uh, sherry cask. It's a non-age statement one. So they they came out with this right before the 27, and it's got everybody loves it for. 60, we'll just say, we'll just call it 69.95 for some places to sell it a little cheaper. I'm getting some real peppery notes mm -hmm. on the nose. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll say cheers and take a sip. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's got some mellow warmth on the way down, a little bit of sweetness with some cinnamon and sizzle at the end of the tongue. Yeah. Very interesting. Now, here's what's, what I'm, I'm noticing now. At one time, Irish whiskey was always pretty much distilled in oak casks. Now they're trying to get a little bit more creative, and we're seeing in 
cognac casks, sherry casks. Soon we'll have Caribbean cask, a Caribbean rum cask that we'll taste from Tullamore Dew. Yeah. Very interesting. What do you think, uh, Angel? That's Listen, really I love red breasts. Well, I love breast, period. I never <laughs> had a big breast I didn't love. Red, black, yellow, green, polka dot. I mean, who doesn't love breasts? Mm. No, but it's one of my favorite when it comes to the it's Irish nice. whiskeys. This is great. This is really, get that cognac, get that wood. You're getting a no, lot of that sweetness. Sherry. This one's sherry. Or sherry, I mean, sherry. You're definitely getting that that different nuance on the palate. Very pleasant. I'm really, uh, I like this. Suggested retail. Sixty nine ninety five. Some places a little cheaper. All right, so figure 70 bucks. Very nice. This one of your more popular ones, Tommy? No, actually, no. Really? Mm-mm. So why did you decide to bring this in? Because I love it, and every time somebody tastes it, they love it too. So that, that is the criteria. If you love it, then really it's a good way to judge. You don't really, mm-hmm. that's pretty much every it. Every time I it's taste it. somebody on it, they drink it. Yeah. Now, do they do any single barrels for? I wish they would. I, would I was going to ask. In a second. We just did a couple Japanese whiskey barrels with Burns. All right. Yeah. What, what did you do? Uh, Ky- Ky- Kylo. So we did a lower proof and a barrel strength. Well, I was going to say, if you could do a single barrel Irish whiskey, I can tell that Corona Cigars <laughs> would probably oh, we'll pick up a it. few, jump on it, no question about it. I would definitely it. do a Red Breast. I'd do a Tomar Dew. I would even do a Bushmills barrel. Any of, you know what? I don't think there is a bad Irish no. whiskey. Nope. That 10-year-old is like the most impressive thing for $31.99 on the table there. Tommy, I want to talk about a brand that we're not going to sample today but that has really become very popular. Uh, I think it's called the Teeling. Teeling. Mm-hmm. Teeling. Yeah. Tell, us, tell us about that because well, that Teeling, has just exploded. Yeah. Well, Teeling was a small company, and they sold out to Constellation. They were, at the time, they stopped doing them because they don't, now Constellation owns. But they used to do a Forticano 7 and then into a bourbon cask, a double cask with, with those two. Now, uh, Tom Mardew is probably using, because uh, they, they have Forticano, they're probably using their uh, Forticano in that cask now. Well, it's interesting, the explosion. Now we're seeing new distilleries. But remember, as soon as the distillery comes out, they can't sell anything at least for three, four, five years minimum yeah. until they get the proper amount of, uh, of aged spirits, of Correct. aged Irish whiskey. Correct. All right, so before we move on to our next Irish whiskey, last year we had some Irish delicacies, corned beef and cabbage, bangers and mash. I think we had some fish and chips. Well, I wasn't going to get this fancy this year. Yesterday, I was at Whole Foods. And as I'm entering Whole Foods, they have a special Irish food section. So the first thing I notice, we have some Kerrygold. I buy their butter. It's from Ireland because they're all grass-fed cows. This is their Kerrygold Dubliner cheese with Irish stout. And I have put samples in Our, front of you. Mine's almost gone already. Oh, here. I got plenty more. Know, I've been eating it. Oh, here. I got, I got plenty more. So uh, what would you think, Tommy? It's really good. What do you like about it? Oh, it's so soft and so uh, light, and it just wow. it's got a unique tang to it. Oh yeah, a little at the end. What do you think, Angel? Uh, I love the tartness to it. Yeah, very, it's really very good. heavy. Yeah. Yep. What do you think, Steve? It's very rich. It is rich. Yeah. Yes. I think but it's something rich. you can eat some. It's I couldn't eat a ton of it. Yeah. But I definitely got that uh, that stout right at the back, yeah. right at the end. All right. Now, not to be outdone, I want it simple. Guinness. Hand-cooked potato chips. The combined expertise and craftsmanship of Guinness and Birch chips set out to create the ultimate snack in a pack. All right, so, Tommy, I'll put some over there for you. Angel. Uh, 
All right, we're following CDC protocols here. <laughs> it was nice. I was down in Sarasota County, and there was no mask. It's all, it was lifted. Well, Dr. Phony Fauci would be pleased. Uh, by the way, Tommy, I've got to say, I like you wearing 18 masks now. I think it's great. <laughs> I like the look. Now, these, it's interesting. These potatoes, potato chips, they're thick-cut. And there are different types of uh, potato chips here. We have some darker ones, some lighter. Let yeah. me take a, take a taste here. You're really good. Yeah. Wow. You get that beer. You really get the beer taste, yeah. don't you? Mm -hmm. What do you think, Sergeant Steve? Mm. It's good, but, yeah, the beer taste is right there. You get it. I mean, it's not like somewhere like you can't tell. What do you think, Angel? They're really good. You like them? Tommy? Definitely nice treats you brought. Well... It's a lot easier than ordering from Uber. Last year, I think we ordered from Uber Eats, yeah. and the guy couldn't find the Davidoff lounge here. Kept going no, around in circles. That was Cinco de Mayo. That was the Cinco de Mayo. Oh, that was Cinco de Mayo. De Mayo. That's right. Yeah, that guy took forever. Cinco de Mayo. We were starving. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing, I'm glad he lost the refried beans because my attitude is if they didn't fry them right the first time, why would you want to fry them a second time? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me take this last chip. Mm. These are good. Mm. Let me see where these are made. Where oh, these you? are actually European. Where'd you get them from? Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Yeah. Oh, listen to this. This is the real deal. Burt's Snacks in Roborough, Devon, UK. This is These are imported. Wow, normally I import them from Dallas, Texas, Lay's yeah. Potato Chips. But here today, we went across the pond. In fact, this bag is big enough, I think we could fit Mick the Brit in here. He could come over, instead of buying him a ticket on American... We could probably just put them uh, in one of these bags and send them over <laughs> FedEx cargo overnight. <laughs> All right, next up, Tommy, what do we have? Red Breast 27. Red Ooh. Breast 27, that's right. This is $4.99. Also a $4.99. Yeah, sherry cask. Now, I'm looking, first of all, I love the bottle. Yes. It looks red, yep. aged 27 years, ruby port casks. Okay, I love oh, this ruby. This is a ruby, actually, yeah. Yeah, love ruby. Port, love port. One of my favorites, mm -hmm. as you know, Tommy. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, man, right off the bat, I'm definitely getting a little bit of that sweet port finish. Let me say cheers. Wow. That's good. Woo! That's got some sizzle. $4.99 worth? No. No. Right. No. <clears throat> this is probably, I think, the most different of all the Irish whiskeys uh -huh. we've tasted because it definitely is fuller flavored. Mm -hmm. Has a lot of spice. I didn't think with the ruby port finish, I didn't think it was going to be that full. Well, I thought it would be a little sweeter. It gets the tannins from the ruby yeah. port is what happens. Mm. Good. What do you think, Angel? I mean, I like it, but five bucks, 500 yeah. bucks. I like it, but not for uh, four ninety nine. Yeah. Mm. Now, I'll tell you the notes I'm getting. First up, right on the nose, I'm actually getting mm, a citrusy type of note. Almost a little bit of a vanilla vanilla clove aroma as I take a sip. Immediate spice and sizzle on the tip of the tongue. Some warmth and tartness on the back of the tongue. And smooth on the way down, though. Mm -hmm. But again, $500? Right. No. <laughs> uh, again, so far, the Bushmills 10 yeah. is still... Numero uno. Bang for the buck. Bang for the buck. What did we say? That was 35 bucks? 31.99. 31.99. All right. Now we're going to go to Tullamore Dew. 
We're doing a 14 first. Oh, we're doing a which 14? Uh, no, actually the 15. 15. Right? Yeah, Tullamore Dew. Oh, 14, right. 14. Yeah, single, 14, yeah. yeah Tullamore Dew, single malt. Yeah, 14 first. Now, Tullamore Dew, I think, is one of, one of my favorites without any question. They've done a nice job rebranding, rebottling. And when you look at this particular Tullamore Dew, they have a really nice cross-section of Irish whiskeys. They've got the single malt 14. I think they've got an 18. they got a Sim 15. Yeah, similar to what you see with Bushmills and some of the other ones. But looking around, the now here's what's very interesting. On some of them, they're not putting an age statement on there, mm -hmm. which, you know, again, is no surprise. So their original Irish whiskey, they're not putting an age statement on, which I think is uh, kind of interesting. But let's go to the single malt 14, which is what I'm pulling out right now. And Tommy... If you will pour that, fantastic. All right. I just want you to notice one thing. You see all the reps here waiting for me since I'm done? He's the Tullamore Dew rep. You're Tullamore Dew? Yep. Well, man. get over here. We're sampling <laughs> Tullamore Dew. Sergeant Steve, come on over. Maker's Mark is uh, over there. Oh, Maker's Mark is over here? Here, come on over here. We're going to give you a microphone. Oh, this, yes. This is Danny. Danny's been on the local news channel, too. He's a... Uh, Mixologist, a craft specialist. Fantastic. Well, Danny, welcome to the cigar, a combination today, Cigar Dave Show and Bold Alpha Podcast. And we are celebrating St. Patrick's Day with Irish whiskey. And I've been a big Tullamore Dew fan for many years. I know all the guys over at uh, Breakthrough Beverage. Yep. And Thank you so, for having me. Absolutely. So let's may as well get it from the guy himself. Tell me about the Tullamore Dew 15, or 14 that we're starting with. Oh, the 14. Well, I mean, Tullamore Dew is one of those. Tullamore Dew is... You know, the second biggest Irish whiskey in the world. Um, first in quality, though. Let's go with that. First in quality. First in quality. Um, the so name goes on before, what is it? The name goes in before the spirit goes, goes on. Remember the Zenith commercial? The quality <laughs> goes in before the name goes on. There you go. The quality spirit goes in and before it, the total. And where is Zenith in. now? <laughs> They're so gone. If we're tasting, I'm going to need to grab a glass. Let's, Absolutely. Uh, Tommy? Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead. That's my personal stash, by the way. It's my Your favorite. Yeah, go ahead. So Help yourself. Drink. No Thank problem. You so Help yourself. Help yourself. It's very, very nice, this 14. And, I, and I, one of the things I said is Tullamore Dew over the last number of years has done a nice job rebranding, repackaging. The, night, the bottles now, the tall bottles, rectangular, very nice. All right. Now, here's what I'm getting right off the bat. It's a very mellow aroma on the nose. Soft. Getting almost a little bit of lemon. Let me say cheers. Absolutely. Cheers. All right. A little bit of astringency to it. Mm -hmm. It's darkness. Now, this is what's interesting. Some of the others we've tried had a lot of cinnamon sizzle. I'm getting nice, mellow warmth all over the palate. The tongue, the mouth. Almost the grainy. I'm getting that nice mm. grain taste. Yeah, it's really good. Almost a little peatiness, but yeah. not much. Yeah. Ooh. Very good. Very nice. Now, suggested retail. 74 bucks, I think, on that one. Does that sound about right? Yeah, 74 bucks. Uh, what, what's the number one selling Tullamore do? Oh, they're original. The original? Yeah. Yep. And okay. the, little, the little pot craft bottle, too? Um, that one's more of a collector's yeah. item. Um, although, That's a cool bottle. on Wednesday this coming week, you'll see a lot of people oh, yeah. drinking straight out of the crock. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, we just we just ordered 100 bottles of those. Did you really? Yeah. Because they're, they're just so neat. Yep, we're you know, doing but it's, that is the original juice. Yep, yep. that's so, it, the green uh, label. So the green original. label and suggested retail on that? Ooh, that's on, a tough one. Uh, suggested retail. 
See, I only work on-premise, uh, <laughs> restaurants and bars, so I yeah. can tell you what the uh, one-liter price is. Well, but the, I just looked at seventy-four ninety-five. All right, seventy-five bucks. Well, no, we're talking about the no, original. The, the original. Oh, the original. Oh, original. That's not that much. That's yeah, probably it's 27. 27 bucks somewhere. Yeah. somewhere 27 to 30. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Can't go wrong. That's very pleasant. Yeah. For people that are looking for a nice, balanced, mellow, what I'd say creamy Irish whiskey, the Tullamore Dew Single Malt 14 can't go wrong. Absolutely. Now. Caribbean cask? Caribbean cask, baby. Which will not be one of my favorites. I like it. I don't like rum cask. He, everybody knows that. Everybody else, my customers love rum cask. Mm. I don't love rum cask. It's Tommy's not a rum guy. We, we need a... Uh, I'll, get, I'll, I'll just use one of his glasses right here. Okay, there you go. All right, so... Tommy, Tommy doesn't like sweet as much as I everybody. I like rum, but... People like talk rum. dry, but they drink sweet. Like Tommy rum, drinks uh, yeah, dry. I like, I like rum by itself. <laughs> All right, so tell me about the Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey Caribbean Rum Cask Finish. So this one is very unique. Um, they don't actually source... A Caribbean rum for this. They're not, you know, going to Barbados, buying a cask of rum and shipping it up to Ireland. They actually went down to a few distilleries, found a rum that they loved, sent a rum distiller up to Scott, to, up to Ireland to make the rum with Tullamore Dew, barrel age it up there. Interesting. Wow. Age the whole process there, and then empty that, stick it into a rum, um, a Irish whiskey barrel, and then they take the Irish whiskey, put it in the rum barrel, then they send that. Rum, when it's finished, out of the Irish whiskey barrel, back down to the, dis to the distiller who helped them create this. And uh, after that, it goes, I don't know, into Wonderland. Well, you um, certainly so don't think don't, of, so of Ireland yeah. distilling rum. No, and they do it for the sole purpose Just of the, creating this whiskey. All right, now, I'll tell you, right on the, on the nose, I'm it's almost like I'm smelling the Caribbean Sea. It's got a saltiness to it. Almost like a salt water type of aroma. I will say cheers. Take a sip. Oh, I like this. This has subtle sweetness. It's very smooth. Just a tinge of sizzle. This is a five-star selection all the way. Mm. I, I also picked Danny because Danny looks uh, good on camera, and he also speaks very, very good on, <laughs> on camera. Nice. You're, you're being too he, kind. He speaks very well. Nice. All right, so suggested retail ballpark is probably what about uh, thirty-five bucks, something like this. No, the, uh, I'm not sure about that one. Uh, you can probably look it up real. I'm fast. on Masters of Malt. Uh, yeah, thirty-five XO bucks. XO Caribbean then. Rum Cast yep. Finish. It says uh, twenty-eight ninety-four. Yeah, because it's not an age statement. That's why. Mm. Right, but I got to tell you, this is a five-star selection. Yeah. Sergeant Steve, mark that down. I really mm. enjoy this. This to me goes great with a Connecticut Shade Wrap cigar. You could go with. Uh, Connecticut Ecuadorian wrap cigar. Yeah, we sell a lot Medium. of the 15 here. Yeah, 15 is good too. 15 is. Mm. Excellent. This is fantastic. So, very unique story the fact that they don't go and source the Caribbean casks down from the Caribbean rum distillers. They have the rum distiller come up, work with your distiller to create the rum. Then they yep. ship out the rum and yep. they keep the barrel. Yes, and they keep that barrel. Interesting. And they use a rum that. They created a rum that is going to give the whiskey the perfect finish. As opposed to going and finding a rum, they wanted to make it themselves, oversee the entire process with the help of a couple of, you know, wonderful partners. Now you've um, also that is completely proprietary information of who they are. Um, I don't work for Tullamore Dew directly. I work for the distributor here in Florida and Tampa specifically. Um, so a lot of that proprietary information, they definitely don't share with someone well, down on the totem pole like myself. But, uh, but it's just the fact that 
they care so much about the quality to do those extra steps is just you know well dan o'connor just texted me so i have that information oh, I'm fantastic. Go, go, go old danny <laughs> Yeah, he's good friends with Dan O'Connor. Yeah, give Dan my best. I will do that. All right, now, you've got the Tullamore Dew cider cask finish. We don't have it, but let's talk about that. That's no age statement on there, but that sounds very unique. I love the red uh, color on the, on the label. To me, that sounds like it's going to have some really cool notes. So I don't have the story on this in the back of my hand like I do the Caribbean cask. Um, I do know that the cider cask, if you can find it right now, go and grab a bottle because they didn't, we didn't get a batch into Florida this year. Um, so it's a little bit harder to find. It's not, you know, a rare item per se, but it's just a little bit harder to find this year. Ideally, you know, Irish whiskey is one of those things where people are used to doing shots of it. Right. A beer and a shot. Yeah. You know, the Green old, tea shot. Yeah, a beer and a shot. A do and a brew. Yeah. You know, the old... Uh, the pickle juice shot. Egg, oh, exactly. For Our a beer and a shot, you know, a good regular lager with the original... Then you have something heavier like a porter or a stout or, you know, a Guinness and a Caribbean cask really pair well. But, man, does the, the cider cask taste just like apple cider. So, you know, a Red's Apple Ale or something like that or even an Angry Orchard, just pairing that with the cider, doing a shot of that whiskey with it. Either if you want to shoot it or sip it, it is just a good quality pairing right there. All right, I'm going to have to go on the hunt to get uh, some of that apple like cider. That, like that. Uh, yeah, finish. I actually just finished my bottle at home recently and... Thanks for we sharing. We don't have any more in stock. No, but absolutely. <laughs> I appreciate it. I had to just uh, let you know. If you, get one, okay. if you see one, grab one. We are going to grab it. All right. So, finally, out of our eight, Tommy, we're going to wrap it up. Jameson 18. Jameson Bow Street 18 cask strength. Mm -hmm. This is right up your alley, Tommy. This is 139.99. One th well, tell me a little bit about this before we even get to it. Well, they did a repackaging of you know, this. They, they, it went away for a while, and then the new packaging, I personally hate I like the old bottle with the the tall neck on it, and I, I just I, I I don't know. To me, they made it look cheaper. Um, I like it, but I just once again they it's the I, I think the other one was better. The old packaging, the original bottle, the original bottle. Yeah. All right, so this is going to be the Jameson Bow Street 18. What did you say, 75 bucks? 139. Oh, 139. 140. All right, now on the nose. Mmm, nice fruity aroma. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say cheers. I mean, it's good. I think it's worth one thirty nine ninety nine. Right, let me take a sip here. Whoa, that has yeah. That's probably the strongest of all. Yeah. The most strength. Yeah. Lot of sizzle but on the not, tongue. But it's not in line with the other one, like the Bushmill. The Bushmill. It's a different the, flavor yeah, profile. Yeah. Yes. This is a very full flavored yeah. Irish whiskey. When you talk about mellow, tame, creamy. It's not as finesse as the old 18. The other right. 18 was just. This, this is definitely harder to me on the palate. More sizzle, more personality. Uh, I, I, this is good for a full flavored. This is good with a full flavored meal, a nice rich steak, or a nice full flavored cigar. Real full flavored, bold cigar. Nicaraguan puro can't go wrong with. I'm going to take another sip here. Mmm. Wow, very nice. What'd you think, Angel? You know, I like the sizzle in the front of the front of the mouth, the tongue area, and then you know that it, it just goes down very uh, that warmth right right down the back. Can't go wrong. Well, gentlemen, I, the two choices I think of all of them based on taste, on value, the Bushmills Single Malt Ten, and the Tullamore Dew Caribbean Rum Cask Finish. So today we had eight. We started with a Jameson Stout Edition. 
whiskey finished in craft beer barrels. The Bushmills Single Malt 10. We went to the Bushmills Rare Cask 28, 350 bucks plus. Then we went to the Tullamore Dew 14, very, very tame, very pleasant. The Tullamore Dew uh, Caribbean Rum Cask. We had the Redbreast Lustau Edition, which we very much like. The Redbreast Single Pot Still 27 finished in Pork Cask, which had a lot of strength to it. And then we wrapped it up with the Jameson Bow Street 18 Cask Strength. And with that cask strength, <clears throat> we definitely noticed that real full, rich flavor on the palate. Tommy D, as always, nice job on the selections. Angel Benitez, appreciate you coming over, visiting from Thank Orlando to Tampa. Don't, don't be such a stranger. Thank you for having me. All right. We have celebrated St. Patrick's Day in the appropriate way, not only with fine Irish whiskeys, but incredible delicacies. We had Guinness, Burt's Thick Cut Hand Potato Chips imported from Ireland of all places, and also from Ireland, the Kerrygold Dubliner Cheese with Irish Stout. And believe me, both of those delicacies, perfect to go with your Irish whiskeys. Cigar Dave Alpha Dave saying, may your humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make masculinity great again. Screw the enemies of pleasure. Save America. And to all, happy St. Patrick's Day. And to all, a very nice Irish whiskey tasting maneuver on St. Patrick's Day.